Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, this is Chris, and we're sitting here on Bondi Beach. I've done my walk, done some coaching, and here I am sitting on the lifeguard tower. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite fun, actually, watching the world, and uh, dead flat. Uh, there's hardly a little wave, but there's about 50 surfers all just hanging out in the water to get their morning dose of vitamins, uh, immersing themselves in the ocean water. What a great way to start a day and respect to them because they've all got pretty thick wetsuits on because it's chilly billy in the water. I'll be going for a swim um, midday today and uh, I hope it stays as flat as this because that's just spectacular. Uh, even though the clouds are gray and that water's gray which makes you feel a little bit uh, vulnerable. Um, it, 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 it's only a feeling, it's not reality and it doesn't matter how you feel. Guys, look, uh, conversations I've been having lately about the, the gray zone. And when we talk about uh, operating in three zones and the three zones correspond to the seven levels of life. The red zone is the got to and the white zone is the love to. So there is a, a, a massive body of uh, time can be uh, spent in the zone between got to and love to, thinking that we're being enormously productive. But here's how it looks. All the time in your life you spend in the should, need, want levels of life, when you are on your deathbed, and I say, remember your life, you will have no way of remembering a single second of what transpired in the period you were in, uh, in the mind space of should, need to, and want to. You will never remember it. In other words, it's called the gray zone for a really good reason. It's certainly necessary because how can you live without all the areas of your brain? And if any of them are dysfunctional, any area of your brain's dysfunctional or not utilized, it, um, uh, shrinks and becomes a problem, uh, such as Parkinson's or um, uh, uh, dementia or something of the sort. So we know that the utilization of the gray zone is really important and nature guarantees it because basically what she says is, I'm going to fill up your gray zone every single day with new shit. I'm going to put stuff in there and your job is to move it either to the red zone or to the white zone of thinking. You can spend about every day, you can spend around 15% of your day in the red and the white zones. So don't delude yourself that you can live, oh, I'm in peace and I'm, I'm a, a spiritual person living in the white zone all day, every day. No way. Not even a monk in the Himalayas after 60 years of meditation lives in the white zone for more than white and red zones, more than 15% of the day. A monk actually spends very little time in the red zone because they don't have a very big life. They don't have seven areas of life. They usually have two, health and spiritual. The rest is looked after, financial, social, career, health, it's, uh, relationship, it's all looked after, it's all scripted. So they get a little bit easy. So let's just be really clear what we mean, the red zone, is got to. So the red zone of your life is 
it, it says this, you will gravitate to got to in any area of your life you don't manage. So if you say, I'm not gonna manage my health, fuck it, I'm just gonna be, uh, I'm just gonna let it all happen, drink beers, go for a walk, uh, do a turbo session every now and again, or on a bike, or go for a swim every now and again, and you'd be really random about it, which means there's no um, uh, structure to it, there's no discipline to it, there's no regimen to it, which means you're applying a want to or a need to uh, philosophy to that area of life. You will gravitate inevitably down to got to. You will end up saying, I've bloody got to go to hospital or I've got to get skinny or I've got to get healthy or I've got to, you'll, the doctor will say, you've got to reduce your blood pressure, you've got to. So if you don't operate uh, and inflict or enforce uh, a got-tos in each area of life, you will gravitate to them. Now, there's two choices gravitate to gotus or uh, apply them. That's the difference between discipline and regret. So got to means you say, what's my vision? What do I really want in the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years of my life? What do I want to leave as an immortal impact on this planet? Then you work, you reverse engineer and you say, what do I have to do every damn day of my life? What have I got to do every day of my life to guarantee that immortal impact is left on the planet? Now, those are got-tos. You've got to get your cardio up uh, at least three times a week into uh, uh, the red zone uh, three times a week in order to maintain and build youth, health, longevity sustainability of your of the bio of your body now if the bio of your body fails you fail so we can say if the bio of the body is not evolving with the stress and the tension and the pressure you're under uh, you're going to be in all sorts of uh, bother and you will be in a state what we called earlier of got to uh, in your health I just had to stop because some people left some stuff on the lifeguard stand and they walked over. So, and what I'm saying sounds really cuckoo if you're not on the podcast. So, there we go. And, 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 and so we, from a health point of view, it's really easy to understand. I've got to do certain things and those got to's change. They it can't say when you're 25, I've got to get, uh, got to do three times a week, uh, high intensity training or red zone training in my health, because you don't. You only have to do that when you're 40, 40 or 35, 40, 45, 50. And when you're 50, you've got to be really careful how much of that stuff you do because too much starts to become uh, egocentric and uh, 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 gray zone. So it's never, it's never fixed. The got-tos are never fixed. They're continually updating as your body metabolizes and grows. Your testosterone or your hormones or whatever they are, they always are developing with age and you can prevent the aging process if that's one of your goals by some really strong got-tos like got to eat plants. And you go, oh, I don't want to, I'm gonna say I love to eat plants, fuck that. You've got, there's a, there are got-tos that, that are, are no-go zones for you. And if you haven't got the discipline to impute 
got to's in your life, then that's okay. I, I, I don't have an attachment to discipline. What I say then, if you don't have the discipline to do the got to's, erase the love to off the calendar and say, oh, I, when I'm uh, 50 years later, I want to be you know, living in New York on a, on a, on a houseboat uh, or in the top of Trump Tower. If that's on your love to list and that's on your big list up there and you haven't got the discipline to do the got to's today, then that's okay. Rub off the vision. Rub it off and say, oh, I'd like to live at the top of a cubby house in uh, Warrandyte uh, in Melbourne. I'd love to live in the top of a cubby house in Melbourne in uh, uh, the National Park for free. And you go, what are the got to's for that? Well, you're just going to have to give up all your money and learn to be a hippie and eat possums. So the got to's, the, the authenticity is the got to has to match the love to. And if the got to doesn't match the love to, the problem is not with the got to, the problem is with the love to's too big or too far away or unrealistic and you need to uh, uh, kill it. So fantasies, which some people call visions, um, are, are not matched with got to. So the white zone of fantasies or love to's uh, and the red zone of got to's need to marry. They need to be linked intrinsically. So one of the things that you need to make sure that your, that your coaching uh, with me establishes is what are the daily disciplines that will get you your love to's, your vision. And if you aren't clear on your vision, that's the first step. You need to write that vision down. And then we sit down and go, what are the daily got-tos that are not negotiable with a partner, not negotiable with a company, not negotiable with your own needs-tos and want-tos, which is your own emotions and your own outer voices, not negotiable with other people's outer voices. They're yours. These are your got-tos. And you go, I don't care if I'm single, if I'm married, if I've got 40 kids, if I've got one kid. I don't care if I'm traveling. I don't care if I'm not traveling. I don't care if I'm under pressure. I don't care if I'm under stress. These are my got-tos because my vision of the future is really important to me. And if your vision of the future isn't really important to you, you will gravitate to the present self-gratification. So I hope that's really clear. The got-tos are stamped, are chipped into the side of pyramids. Everything between got to, which is should, need to, and want to, everything between that and the love to zone, which is uh, choose to and, and love to, it's the top end. Everything between that is called the gray zone. And yes, we need to manage the gray zone because gray zone is where we evolve. The gray zone is stuff that comes in to distract us from our got to's and from our love to's. And that distraction is not unhealthy. It's process. It's like uh, putting petrol in a car. You must put petrol in. Well, gray zone is petrol. And it will, it, it, when, you, when you learn to organize uh, and supervise and deputize your gotus, your, your gray zone, more shit comes in. And then more shit comes in. So you go, when I get this sorted out, I'm going to get into my disciplines. No, no. When I do this, I'm going to get into my discipline. No. Because the when I never happens. It's like tomorrow. It is today tomorrow? No, today's today. So when you say, I'm going to do it tomorrow, tomorrow becomes today, and that becomes the next day. So we, 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 we don't allow ourselves that ridiculous notion of the outer voice being louder than the inner voice. The inner voice are the got-tos. 
because got to's marry with the inner voice of love to's. Your love to's are your vision. Your vision, when you say, in 40 years time, in five years time, in two years time, in one year's time, whatever you reverse engineer it backwards from after your death, all the way through your life, all the way back to next year, all the way back to the next six months, all the way back to the next three months, all the way back to tomorrow, all the way back to today. You go, what do I have to do? What have I got to do today? What do I have to do today? Red zone to make sure that that 50 year of future vision manifests. Now there's no use going 50 years down the track and going, shit, I wish I had a, uh, eaten less meat or I wish I had a cut out the, the beers or wish I had a gone for more walks on the beach instead of go for runs that are useless and, and just operate halfway between the, the red zone and the white zone and just spent massive amounts of time uh, stressing over the fact that I'm not doing enough in life and feeding my ego. So the emotion which are should need to and want to, it's all emotional, uh, highly emotional, those emotions are, are the fodder that we're trying to manage on an everyday basis. So I hope this, uh, and, and it gives you some homework to do, that make sure you get you do your be do have visions and make sure you go out 50, 100 years and say what will happen after my death and what do I want on my tombstone and what do I want to know about my life after my life and how does that appear in my life and how does that appear in the next 10 years and how does that appear in the next five and spend time. Now, the, one of the things that's really important about vision is this. Visioning, which is the vision quest, the be do have, if it's done right, creates a memory of the future. Now, a lot of people spend a lot of time complaining about what's going on today. They go, oh, this is not right, and that's not right, and I wish I had a, and one day, someday I'll, oh, you know, this, I can't really afford it. I wish one day I had this. They spend a lot of time dreaming about the future or wishing not to be in the present. That is not a vision. A vision is a memory you create of you beyond your life. So if you vision, can vision yourself cleverly enough, in other words, sit down quietly in the white zone, no expectation, with a glass of wine or whatever it is, and sit there and go, close your eyes and you see yourself beyond your life. And you see a house with children coming in and out of it being fed, or you see people being uh, educated, or you see uh, 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 babies being saved, or you see something and you go, that's happening way beyond my life. That visualization creates a memory. Now, memory becomes uh, an environment in your, in your DNA. Memory becomes an environment to harvest behavior. So when, when we do visualization, we're not trying to project the present out in the future. We're creating a memory of the future that we live out. So then the concept of self-belief goes away because it's a memory. It's not a, it's not a I wanna or I wish I had her or one day I'll or someday soon or when I get her. It's a memory and that memory becomes reality. So self-belief or the issues of self-belief or doubt goes away, it evaporates. The second thing is having a memory of the future is an absolute stone cold killer of guilt because it's, 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 it's a memory and a guilt blocks memory. If you can hold that memory, there is no guilt. So another aspect of your imagination 
by creating a memory of the future is to build it out by without having to go through the fragments and the dysfunction of feeling guilty about achieving it. It also uh, uh, allows you to be strong. Now, some people call this resilience, and I completely disagree with it, because in the gray zone, resilience blocks the pipe. Resilience is one of the most toxic things. If it doesn't allow you to witness and experience and engage in your own stupidity, in your own unconsciousness, in your own incompetence, because that is should need to and want to. You must have that, uh, those ingredients circulating and challenging you and confronting you. Remember, you grow at the border of order and chaos. If order is red zone and white zone, chaos is the gray. And chaos, therefore, it, it, the idea that one day you're gonna get a relationship that is really happy and never has problems. One day you're going to get a job that is really good and you perform well and you never get challenged. One day your health will be perfect and you will never have uh, any uh, disabilities or problems with your health. This is all bullshit because that person you're talking about is dead. The gray zone is life, is alive. And yes, the red zone is tough. It's disciplined, it's regimented. You can't say you're alive in the red zone. What you can say is you're intense, you're focused, you're on the market. You're, do, you're building out the future. In the white zone, you're in, me, you're in memory. You're, you're, you're in absolute order. Everything is tranquil. And when you're on your deathbed, you'll remember white zone pictures and you'll remember red zone activity. But you will not remember gray zone. Gray zone is process and it never changes. It's never changing. And people gravitate to this gray zone and say, I'm gonna find a job that, gives, that is not confronting and you go, that's a white zone job. Well, there is no such place. Because if there is a place that is the gray zone, that, is, that, that becomes the white zone, if you have a job that is, or any of the seven areas of life that's not challenging you, you're dead. Because evolution of you depends on the gray zone. The gray zone is your evolution. And you evolve with the border of support and challenge. If the red zone and the white zone are your support, they're your order, the chaos is gonna come in gray. And therefore you need to be processing, evolving through the never ending tap, the flow of resources, the opportunities in your life to evolve yourself come from the chaos in the gray. They don't come from just settling it down and going, oh, now I'm, now I'm doing a good job, everything's settled. That is not the way it is. It's it's actually welcoming uh, challenge and calling it opportunity. Shifting the model from calling things that are chaotic opportunities. When you'd say that, what you're saying is, I have the opportunity to reorder this chaos so it becomes order. And now give me some more chaos, please. The gray zone. So going back over it, just to summarize this, so you, 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 you don't fall asleep at the steering wheel. One, red zone. It's a memory of the future projected, reverse engineered back into the present day and says, what do I have to do every single day of my life in order to manifest that beyond life, immortal impact on the world? What do I have to do every day? And you do that by saying, well, what would I do the year before that? What would I do the year before that? And what would I do the year before that? 
all the way back out to about six to 12 months and you say, what are my goals for the next six or 12 months that if I get them, move me in the direction of the, the next three years, move me in the direction of the next five years, move me in the direction of my 10 year ambitions, move me in the direction of my, and that's all creating memory. If you visualize it on a, on a dream board, you look at it, you meditate on it, you, can, you actually create a memory of the future. And when memory of the future comes, there is no blockage to achieving it. All the dirty laundry goes straight into the gray zone, which is process. And if you are obsessed with avoiding gray zone process, you're obsessed with avoiding life. And then you start living vicariously through other people. Inspiration is when the inner voice speaks louder than the outer voices. The outer voices are should, need to, want to. You can't tell the difference between what you want and what someone else wants when you're in a relationship with them. It gets really complicated and tangled up. It, you can't tell the difference between your need and someone else's need when you're in a business dynamic with that person. The shoulds and the shouldn'ts of a, of a, of a, a community, you can't tell what's your should and you can't tell what's their should because it's, it's so jumbled up. So it's the gray zone of process. But your got-tos can be nailed to a, to a wall. They can be chipped into marble. And you can say, these are the gotus I've got to do every single day of my life in order to achieve my vision of a long term. That's absolutely doable. And really, that, uh, that would be a wise thing to start thinking about because the 1st of July is coming. We've just gone past the solstice, the winter solstice, which means the, the year is turned in a, in a metaphysical sense. The turn of the year, the solstice is so important. Um, and and if it, 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 that's the day where you plant new seeds. That's the day where you sow a new vision. That's the day where you, set a, where you say to yourself, I'm going to transition from the old way of thinking because I was a year older, younger, and now I'm a year older. I need to throw it out and rebrand myself. I need to rebrand my thoughts, rebrand my thinking around relationships, health, financial. I need to understand the got-tos of my life and I need to understand the immortal impact I want to leave when I leave this life so that I can actually reverse engineer it back into got-tos for the day. We need to also understand that the, the, time, the more time we spend in the gray zone, the more we can process, which is a good thing. But gray zone is unproductive. Gray zone doesn't produce a great relationship. You'll never remember the time you spent with your partner in the gray zone, going on holidays, walking to the shops, watching TV, doing uh, the dishes, all this gray zone stuff, negotiating, arguing, fighting, uh, kissing, all these things will never be remembered. They are just gray zone fodder that are transitioning you between red and the white that you will remember. And if you nail the red, the gray zone becomes uh, more uh, uh, an opportunity to evolve yourself and see and, and, and move stuff in the gray up to the white. You can only spend 15% of your day in the white and the red. So don't start thinking that by processing the gray, the white will migrate into your gray, and therefore you'll have 80% of your day in the white zone or the red zone. That's not gonna happen. That's not going to happen. However, what you can do is you can de-emphasize by perception, you can de-emphasize the importance of time in the gray zone. You can say, Time in the gray zone is opportunity to process and evolve, which moves you uh, into more focus in your red, more focus in your white. And that is stuff you'll remember on your deathbed.
That's it stuff that your kids will be influenced by. That's stuff your partner will be influenced by and remember you for in many years to come. In this podcast today, I've spent time in the red zone doing the things that I think are really important on my daily basis to share with you. I've spent time in the white zone, opening your heart, talking about your immortal impact in the world and your vision and your memories of the future. And I've spent time in the gray zone, happily evolving and moving myself and you through things that we get stuck on and learning to love them and, and, uh, and, and just invite more uh, gray into that space and process the gray out of the space. So we move order, chaos to order, and we allow more chaos to enter. And we celebrate the chaos by not calling it chaos, by calling it opportunity to grow. This is Chris, have a great day. Bye now.